Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Dollar Bill. And I'm downtown. And why do you sound so serious? Because I don't think I did good this past week. Eh, yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's been a couple good weeks for me here. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's... It's a back and forth game that we're playing here with each other. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. This is like like I said in last episode, <laughs> the divisional round is like my favorite week. This this week it's almost like okay, there's only four teams left. I can see the I can see the light at the end of the off season yeah. tunnel. And it makes me a little sad. Right. Football football's going away. We do have other sports coming up. It's a, it's not the football gambling podcast. It's a sports right. gambling podcast. Sports so this this week, bef- af- after we do the recap, which is, I think, a lot of fun when we go through and see how we did, mm-hmm. we are going to do something a little bit different. We, we are doing the four picks for the NFL conference championship games. Right. Where we're going to each pick – pick a game situation and we're going to pick a prop to go with that game. But we are doing five, which I think are pretty good NHL games this Saturday. So we're going to have nine total, total wagers for this week. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, really will. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it too. Yeah. And um, like, if you guys want us to do different sports, let us know. We're, we're probably going to jump into a little bit of uh NBA here soon, and when mm-hmm. baseball gets kicking, we'll we'll definitely have some baseball. Yeah, looking forward to that. So, do you want to just jump right into this recap right now? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Well, the first game again was the Houston Texans. We we made that comment last week how they they seem to be that debut game every uh, every year in the playoffs. Pretty much. Um. We both kind of like Houston with the points. That was not a good decision. Baltimore wins this game 34 to 10. They really took over in the second half. Baltimore, the number one seed, basically had their starters sit for two solid weeks. Didn't affect them. Big game by uh, Lamar Jackson. I had, um, for my prop, I had Lamar Jackson over 45 and a half rushing yards. He ended the game with 100. So I was very happy with that pick. I believe he had 45 by halftime. I had five units on Lamar Jackson over, and I had five units on Houston plus 9.5. So I basically broke even with those two picks. Not bad, not bad. You, you on the other hand, did, weren't as lucky as me. Yeah. He had five units on Houston plus nine and a half, which we just discussed was a loss. And then you were feeling good about Nico Collins' um, all-purpose 100, 100 all-purpose yards. He ended with zero rushing yards and 68 receiving yards. Mm. So maybe one more catch here and there, maybe a maybe a toss play, get, get him involved. You would have yeah. been a little bit closer, but unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do lose nine units on that first game. Do you, do you want to add any... Uh, Anything you saw between those two teams? I I'll say you know, Houston was in that game until about the fourth quarter. They were there for a while. Like I give them, yeah. 
that's going to be a team we're going to keep our eye on for the next few years. I, I did make that comment. I, I see a lot of Kansas City Chiefs in uh, in Houston. I think they um, they they got the great coach. Mm-hmm. You got the up and coming um, superstar mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah. Um, when when coaches and quarterbacks can kind of come in together, it, it it's a it's reminding me a little bit of uh, Drew Brees, Sean Payton kind of kind of mesh between between the two uh, two guys there with CJ yeah. Stroud and. Demico Ryan's. I know Demico Ryan's is a defensive coach, but just sometimes when you have a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback, it kind of can work. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing um, what that team can do next year. And I would say the rebuild is probably over in Houston. It might. Is there a new king of Texas? I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I think we're all hoping so. The next game, we had the Green Bay Packers after they upset the Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers, number one seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I thought San Francisco, I, I thought Green Bay was just going to be happy to be there. They were leading this game in the fourth yes, quarter. they were. I really thought, I'm like, are we going to have a Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, NFC championship? And I started getting excited about it. And then San Francisco kind of came back mm-hmm. and won the game. They won the game 27-24. I lost 10 units on I, – I thought San Francisco was going to beat them badly. They they win the game. They don't cover. Win the game by three points. I had 10 units on that. My prop was uh, Christian McCaffrey to have over 100 all-purpose yards. 98 rushing yards and 30 receiving yards. I go over. I get the win. I had 10 units on that. I really felt strongly about CMC having a big game, and he did. Let's jump into our dollar bills picks here. Gets a big win. Green Bay plus nine and a half. Yeah. Nice pick. Nice pick. And you know what? I did compliment your prop pick. This shocked me when I looked up the stats. San Francisco defense, three sacks, five units. Green Bay gave up zero sacks. Zero sacks. Incredible. This is probably why they were winning in the fourth quarter, keeping mm-hmm. Jordan Love up. Um, with Chase Young and uh, Nick Boza, and no, that, that pass rush, yeah. that's a, an impressive stat by Green Bay to not allow uh, a quarterback sack. But unfortunately, you did lose um, five units on the San Francisco um, prop. But you do win four with the Green Bay plus nine and a half. So congratulations to you on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, In our next game, we had – what was the next game? Detroit Lions. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's right. I, I was spacing on who they played for a second there. I'm like, I know who they played. It just, just kind of like went out of my brain for a second there. Detroit looked pretty good in this game. They did. Tampa also looked good mm-hmm. for times. But I, I think Detroit kind of showed why they were the better team over time in this game. Mm-hmm. I had Detroit minus six for seven units. 
they win the game 31 to 23. So they do get the cover there, eight point victory. I had uh, Jameer Gibbs to have two total touchdowns. He only had one touchdown in this game. Had a couple chances to get that second touchdown in the fourth. Just couldn't get it across the goal. Um, had three units on that, so not a huge loss. I was just kind of hoping for something there. You also had Detroit minus six for six units. He really uh, felt strongly about that. That was a good pick as well. Um, and your prop was Amon uh, Ross St. Brown. To have two touchdowns, only got the one TD, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's a four-unit four loss. I think uh, we, we were kind of pushing for a little bit more here with some of the props, but mm-hmm. is what it is. And in the in the heavyweight title belt here, Kansas City versus Buffalo. I'm going to start with you on this one. Okay. You felt very strongly about the Bills getting over that that hump. Yeah. And I I kind of referred to it as when Washington finally beat Pittsburgh in the NHL, mm-hmm. where the Josh Allen character was played by Alexander Ovechkin. He had to beat. Sidney Crosby before he could win the Stanley Cup. He, he just couldn't get over that. Ovi did get over it and win the Stanley Cup. Josh Allen still hasn't done it. No. Buffalo, wide right. We're, we're, we're going to say that again. Wide this franchise right. this, this franchise may be jinxed. It, it, now, I know it was windy. I know it was cold, but this is a 41-yard field goal. This isn't a 56-yarder. It's not a long kick. You have, If you're an NFL kicker, you have to make that kick. You have mm-hmm. to. Like, if the laces were out, I don't know what happened. It looked like the hold was good. Yeah, it looked like the hold was good. Um, I think that's kind of just a, a clutch moment that, you need your kicker to come through, and it just didn't come through that time. It happens in hockey with goaltenders. It happens with like a closing pitcher in baseball. There's lots of scenarios where you're, you're counting on this one position. And honestly, if he makes that kick, I do think Kansas City comes down and has a chance to win the game in regulation. There's still right. a few minutes left in the game. Um, so I don't know how big of, of a moment that really was, but he missed Kansas City um, finishes off that game. Um, you had five units on Buffalo minus two and a half. Oh wait, well, hold on, hold yep. on, hold on. Sorry sure. to interrupt. We have breaking news. Um, <laughs> it is wrestling related, but we're going to mention it here on the DK and Bill res- or on the Dollar Down, whatever you're listening to. <laughs> okay. Uh, ESPN has reported this. Vince McMahon resigns as WWE chairman in wake of sexual misconduct and depraved behavior allegations from former employee. Yeah. I I, I thought he was already kind of out in in these. Well, now he's out, out. He's out, out. I, I thought he had stepped down before, like when TKO took it over. Nope. But he, he, he still had the that um, status, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got breaking news here in the gambling podcast about wrestling. I know. And, and we've done two wrestling podcasts in the last 24 hours. Which kind of will fun. be up by the time you guys are listening to this. 
Yes. And please, um, yeah, yeah, check out our other shows, but the Royal Rumble preview and the Royal Rumble um, review, 1990 review that we also did. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get back into it, you had Buffalo minus two and a half, yeah. five units. And you also had Stefan Diggs. He had touchdown. He did nothing in this game. He had like 20 yards. Yeah, surprising. I, I think Stefan Diggs um, gets a little too much credit for what he actually brings. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of reminds me. Now, now, this is a hot take. And you can hate me for it if you want. Odell Beckham gets the credit for being this great receiver because he made that incredible catch against the Cowboys. Right. I think Stefan Diggs gets the same sort of credit for the Minneapolis miracle. Okay. But she didn't do anything in that play. It was the same safety that totally misjudged it. Yeah, Yeah. he slipped and fell, misjudged the jump. It was all his fault. I'm not blaming Stefan Diggs for for that play, but I think he kind of gets a little bit of a bump to his credibility for that play. Same as Odell Beckham, in my opinion. Um, unfortunately, yeah, he didn't get a touchdown for you there. Um, f- for my bet, I had Kansas City plus two and a half. Like, you, you give me Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the playoffs, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I- I'm going to be a little contradictory today, I think, about that. I think the road may end for those guys this week. But um, until Josh Allen can win a big game in, in the playoffs versus a superstar quarterback like Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, or Lamar Jackson, I really, uh, I'll take Kansas City here. I had 10 units for the Chiefs. I really felt strongly about that pick. I also had Mahomes over 30 rushing yards. I thought he'd be scrambled a little bit more. I had 10 units on that as well. He only scrambled for 19, so that's basically a push for me there. 10 units won, 10 units lost. There you go. Um, So to total it up, you started a week with 53. You wagered 38, and you won um, 20. Oh, okay. You, you, you won 20 units. I, I thought um, I that did a lot worse, actually. And that'll give you a total of 35 going into this week. So for, for total, if you're looking at your total from last week and your total from this week, you, you're kind of down about 18, 18 units. Okay. Not not awfully, not not too bad. I I definitely took a lot more risks than you did. I started um, with eighty three. I wagered sixty, so that brought me down to twenty three. I won sixty four, so it was a big it was a big week. Um, so that takes my total to eighty seven, starting in the conference championship week here. Yeah, and we are also going to do. Five hockey games, and I think we will start with the hockey games. So yeah, let's let's that, do that with um, the NHL. So, so, like I said, well, we're not going to do this um, under the puck line. Where we're going to just pick a money line winner. Yeah, and that will include overtime or shootout. So I will, I will start this off. Okay, and we'll kind of do it in kind of the order the games are going to be played. They're all going to yeah. be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I wrote these down, I did not write down home or away. Right. So 
I'm not exactly sure where these games are. Um, I'm pretty sure the away team's on the left side and then the home team's on the right when I wrote it down, but I'm not 100% on that. Okay. Uh, the first game is Boston Bruins versus Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. I Boston has been the best team in the Eastern Conference. Besides Vancouver Canucks and the way Edmonton and Winnipeg are playing, they've been the best team in the NHL this year. So I'm not going to think too hardly on this. I'm going to put uh, seven units on Boston Bruins to win this game. Okay. With the Flyers, I, I think even you would admit that this was probably going to be a rebuilding year for the Flyers, at least on paper. Definitely. They've, they've definitely over. Uh, they have produced. overachieved tremendously. Overachieved. That's I, the I word got, I was searching for. I got someone at work who's a diehard Flyers fan, and I think even he's impressed with how they've been this yeah. year. Um. Because this is an early afternoon game, I'm not going to wager too much on this one. I'm going to wager three units on the Flyers winning at home. Okay. You get two. Yeah. And, uh, and did you check on that? Is it, is it in Philadelphia? It is in Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. Um, and like one thing I know is Philly. Chicago and Boston and New York, New York Rangers seem to play a lot of these noon local starts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much I would really put into the start time with Boston playing Philly, but I do like your pick there. And I think okay, three so units me, is a safe bet because it's an it early sure is. afternoon game. Yep, and, and we're not going to do props in hockey yet. Oh, no. we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. It's going to be fun when we try to like predict a goal scorer and there's 26 players. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit harder than uh, than trying to predict a guy scoring a touchdown in in, in football. But yeah. we will get to the prop style. Um, I'll let you start the next one. Um, it is your hometown favorite team, the Washington Capitals versus the Dallas Stars. All right. I don't know what's wrong with the Capitals as of late. Like, a few weeks ago, they had been one of the hotter teams in the league. And then all of a sudden, they've lost three in a row. Now you're going to Dallas. You're going to play a good team in the Stars. The Stars, I I think they're right now third in their division. But I still think they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference. If the Caps are going to get to the playoffs, they're going to need to put together a few winning streaks of at least five or more. They're not out of the mix yet, but they they do have some work to do. So, for the purpose of this show, and these are my Capitals, I'm going to wager four units on the Capitals winning on the road. Oh, we got a homer pick, people. Yeah, I, I don't normally do homer. I love it. But I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, the problem with the Eastern Conference is it seems like we know the playoff teams already, which is kind of like like it's good when you can build up rivalries and you know who you're going to play and mm-hmm. get, get pumped up for those games when you do meet each other in regular season. But it kind of like takes away from that playoff race. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of thought the Caps would be like a bubble playoff team this year. They they kind of started off pretty well, and now, like you said, they've lost three in a row. It's um gonna be tough to get back into it. And this game's gonna be tough. Um, I'm now. You said Dallas is third in their division. That division. You got the Winnipeg Jets, the Colorado Avalanche. Those are the teams ahead of them. These, those are two teams that can win the Stanley Cup, and mm-hmm. I think the Dallas Stars could win too. They were my pick um, to win the Cup um, before the season started. Right. I'm going Dallas here, and I'm going ten units. They are a tough team at home. See, I wanted to pick Dallas, but I, <laughs> I can't go against the Caps. Not, not on, on, not on this one. Now, okay, I'm a Calgary Flames fan. This next game, it's sickening to me what the Edmonton Oilers are doing to the <laughs> NHL right now. 15 in a row. It's unheard of. They're two away from tying the Pittsburgh Penguins for having the longest streak. If you look at the teams they've faced, they haven't, not juggernaut teams, but you have to beat the teams that are put in front of you, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Oilers to beat, um, the Nashville Predators, but I'm only going to put three units on it and I'm cheering for Nashville to break this streak. Okay. But we'll see what happens. So it's at Nashville at Edmonton Saturday at, uh, two o'clock mountain time. Now I have their schedule, the, the Oilers schedule in front of me. Yep. That is their last game before the all-star break. It's me. it's a horrible time for the All Star break. I could see them losing three in a row after that break. Because that Vegas game is going to be tough. Yeah, for, and that's going to be going. I, I think if they beat Nashville, that would be sixteen. Mm-hmm. So to tie the record, they would have to beat Vegas. They have to beat Vegas, and to w- beat beat the record outright, they'd have to beat Anaheim. Yeah, which I think they could. But yeah. You know what? I, I think if they had their choice, they would be pushing that all-star break down the line. Um, I mean, 15 games in a row is impressive in, in any sport, but yeah. especially in hockey when it's a constant almost day in, day out, you know, on the ice, getting beat up, getting bruised, getting checked, getting hit. All yeah. of them. But 15 in a row is impressive. And I and I really think this team should be commended. No matter if they if they win or lose tomorrow, this game. But this is maybe the best chance right now for Edmonton to be in a position to win the cup. Because Connor McDavid is not getting any younger. Like his window. It, it it it's not to the point where it's like oh my god he only has two years left. Yeah, it's starting to shrink a little bit. I I think the fear in Edmonton fans is that when his contract runs out, if he hasn't gotten to a final or won a cup, he might do a John Tavares and and go pick his team. That he thinks has a better chance, and and somebody where he can like grow his brand. Um, I could see him being like a Canadian version of LeBron James, right. trying to like, 
you know, maybe go to New York or, or Toronto or, or some team like that where, where he gets a little bit more exposure. Yeah. So I'm going to wager four units on the Oilers winning this game. Okay. So I really hope we jinx the Oilers here with their four <laughs> units. All right. <laughs> All right. You're up next. Um, uh, Pretty big Canadian battle here with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. Um, Toronto, not the team that they were like last year where they broke their curse of getting eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. I was expecting a little bit more. Winnipeg, where in the world did they come from? Being tied for first? Holy cow. It's a big story here in Canada for sure. I mean, I'm glad for them because, you know, they, because they were around when I was a kid and then the team moved to Arizona. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Winnipeg's probably never going to get another team again. And then eventually they did, which I'm glad because I think Winnipeg's a good hockey town. Yeah. Uh, But I just like Toronto. I, I just like this team. I think it's a good team. I think they're going to find a way to get in the playoffs. I'm going to put three units on the Maple Leafs winning this one. Okay. Um, I think the Jets, the, the Jets had this crazy record going until they faced the Bruins. I don't know if you knew about this. They had gone... 37, I believe it was 37 games of allowing three goals or less, which is unheard of. Boston had um, got an empty net goal to win the game 4-1 to wreck the record. Mm. So I I, I, kind of wish the record was still good because it was an empty net goal. But it's still pretty impressive to go basically half a season and only allow three goals or less in every game. I, Um, I, 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 I heard the other day, not to cut you off, Boston and Toronto are the only teams in the league to have not been shut out this season so far. Yeah, Toronto has gone almost three seasons without being shut out. That's impressive. So all this all this stuff we're talking about, maybe Winnipeg gets a shutout on Saturday. <laughs> I'm gonna uh I, I, I like Winnipeg's defense and their goaltender. Uh, um Toronto's issue is defense and goaltending. Sometimes they can outscore their problems. I'm going to um I'm gonna take three units as well, but I'm gonna take the Jets here. Okay. We've only agreed on one game. So this is a fun episode already for the it it, it sure is. And like I don't know how how much you're into watching hockey that isn't the Washington Capitals. I do watch a lot of hockey so I, I, I might have have a little leg up here on on some of this i i mean i i've currently got vegas and the rangers on right now in the background so okay yeah i don't have that in my area i'm i'm watching um florida and pittsburgh it's on the main network here okay pretty good game so far and our last game this game's gonna suck okay <laughs> but our good friend who i heard was at four and a half beers last week. <laughs> I bet over ten and a half. I don't know what the final tally is. I know he listens to this show, so hopefully he can uh, be a guest on here sometime. Yes. But 
I we gotta get the Canucks on this show. The Columbus Blue Jackets. They just beat my team, the Calgary Flames, last night, five to two. Johnny Gaudreau's return to Calgary. It was awful. Columbus, big win. We got the Blue Jackets versus the Canucks. Um, I'm not going to waste too much time here. Vancouver is a great hockey team. I think uh, their goalie, Thatcher Demko, is going to win the President Trophy. I think Quinn Hughes is going to win Norris, which is best defenseman. And I think they're going to go far in the playoffs. I'm not going to go as far as to say they're going to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I am going big here. This is an unprecedented bet. Uh-oh. Vancouver Canucks, 17 units. Wow. Let's go, baby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, well. I could, I could be in negative before the football games start on Sunday. I, so I, we'll I, see you, what happens here. You kind of made my pick a little bit easier because I thought I was going to be the one going off the deep end. Um. Yeah, I'm going to make the short and sweet as well. Hello. The Blue Jackets suck. They're the. They, Are they you probably, there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo! Hello. Hello. Oh, let me. Ch- Am I off? No. It... Uh, excuse us, everybody. Okay. Sorry for the delay, everybody. Um. So yeah. Columbus, probably the worst team in the league, if not one of. Give me 10 units on the Canucks to win. All right. You kind of made so that. You're kind, of with, you're kind of with me on this one, eh? Yeah. I, I didn't okay. I didn't want to go as crazy as 17, so 10 was. <laughs> so you're going 10? Yep. Okay. Cool. And that's the portion of the NHL on the show. I'm looking forward to uh, watching some of these games. But try to get the Cavs. The main, the main event. Yep. The winners go to the Super Bowl. This is this is the game you definitely don't want to lose. No. Because you made it so far. If you lose, your draft pick is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough to get back here, so I, I think if you lose in a divisional round or the wild card round, you can still like say, okay, you know what, we had a great season, yeah, let's get back there. But to make it to the conference title game, and know you only have four quarters to get to the reason we all play and watch football is mm-hmm. to get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So. There's going to be two very happy fan bases and two very disappointed fan bases. We just got to decide on who it's going to be. Yeah. So we'll start. All right. Let, let, let's start with the later game. Ooh. Because I do, I do feel that this first game we're going to talk about, the NFC Championship, I, I think I know where we're both going to go with this one. but. Okay. So let's go with that. All right. So you start us off with your NFC championship pick. 
with the All point right. spread and then a prop. All right. So it is the Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are a seven-point favorite for this game. Over-under is 52. I've I've seen the spread as high as nine and a half on different books. Wow. We will go with what you have in front of you as uh, seven points. Okay. First off, it's too high. San Francisco just got by Green Bay last week. They have not looked good the last few weeks. They really haven't. (laughs) Detroit, on the other hand, I would say of the remaining four is the hottest team. They win the division, should have beaten Dallas. They win an emotional game in the playoffs against the Rams, come back the following week, and beat Tampa that gave them a good effort. And I'm going to say real quick, if they keep, if they're able to sign Baker Mayfield to a new contract, Tampa may own the NFC South again for a few more years. But as far as this game goes, this is the one that has the most emotion between the two. We all know the story. Detroit has not won a league championship since 1957. Detroit, for 30 years, had not won a playoff game, let alone play for a conference championship. They've never been to a Super Bowl. They went 0-16 years ago. You couldn't go any lower than you can. This is a franchise that has bounced back in an incredible way. They have brought new life to the city of Detroit. And I'm going to be honest with you, DK, I, I, I or downtown. I've never said this to anyone until now. When we did our preview show for the whole football season, mm-hmm. I almost went Lions 49ers. <laughs> like I wanted to, but you, I was, well, you did say I, I believe you did call Lions NFC yes. Championship. Yes, I did. Which I'm which very. We proud all laughed. Of. I laughed in your face on video. Yeah, I thought you were nuts. So kudos on that pick. Yeah, go get your nuts right here. Anyway, these nuts. <laughs> exactly these nuts. Anyway, what this is going to come down to is can Detroit capitalize on San Francisco mistakes. And what I mean by San Francisco mistakes, I mean dropped passes, missed coverage, basically the small stuff that can kill a team. Yeah. I'm going to wager six units on Detroit plus seven. My prop bet is that Brock Purdy will have a turnover during the game. I'm going to wager five units on that prop. Okay. Okay, I um, I, I want to start this by saying how impressed I am with Detroit. 
mm-hmm. and how how great this is for that city. You got you got Eminem in the in the suite, lose yourself playing. They they beat the LA Rams at Matthew Stafford in the first game. You get another home game because Dallas Cowboys lost, which is <laughs> awesome. I like to throw that in there. Um, I I didn't think Detroit would lose any of those games when once the matchups were determined, mm-hmm. and they looked pretty good in both games. Yeah, they haven't gone on the road yet. I think this is going to come down to coaching. And and give me Kyle Shanahan in a big game. I really like. Uh, I I think Brock Purdy's going to have a great game here. I think he has to play great for them to win. Um, Debo Samuel did practice. Hopefully he does play in this game. When he is out, that offense, the passing game just stops. That's why I I said Brock Purdy is not the MVP of the NFL because Mm -hmm. you need to, no matter who you play with, you have to elevate your team. Yeah. So that's a downside of Brock Purdy. But I do think Samuel plays. I think he's a factor. I'm going to take San Francisco minus seven. I I think they win by a couple touchdowns. Some the Cinderella run is over for Detroit. But this doesn't mean it's over forever. Exactly. Detroit Detroit is in a great spot for years here with the draft picks they've made. Their GM won executive of the year. He's hit on – if you look at that trade tree, the Matthew Stafford trade yep. tree, he's hit on every single pick. Yep. Every pick from that trade over the two draft classes, it might have been three, have hit and are starters. Jared Goff, Laporta, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Amon Rossi Brown. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown was part of it too. Aiden um, Hutchinson. And bringing Aiden Hutchinson was their own pick, but that's another great draft pick. Right. That uh that they that they made. Um but yeah, I'm I'm gonna take San Francisco minus seven. I'm gonna put um ten units on that. I, I do think they're gonna cover that spread. And um I'm gonna go with um Brock Purdy to throw three touchdowns. Mm. I'm going to put five units on that. Hopefully he uh, he throws a couple checkdowns to CMC and he just runs it in. Right. Um, now, it'd be really interesting if it ended up being Kansas City and Detroit in the Super Bowl because that was the first game of the year. Yeah, that was. And it was kind of like the opening, like when the NFL picked Detroit to face Kansas City, everybody was kind of like, what? Why don't they pick Buffalo? Why don't they pick Cincinnati? Why don't they pick like a better team? Like the NFL kind of knew what was going on here with Detroit. And I think when they made we, that game. And before we get to the other game, because I looked, I just looked this up. The Super Bowl is going to be a rematch of a game that happened during the regular season, except for one. If it happens, which we'll get to in in a couple of minutes. Because there's only one combination that we did not get during the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I was I was looking at the combinations and I thought we got all of them, but I think you're right with that other one. All right. Um. So okay. So this is the last game of the day, but I I kind of thought the Baltimore Kansas City game is kind of like the highlight of the day. So that's why we're going to finish this episode off with okay. so, with that. So this is Chiefs at Ravens. Baltimore is a three and a half point favorite. The over under is 44 and a half. What what is the point spread here? Baltimore three and a half. Okay, so on, on the books that I have is five and a half now. Okay. So we will we will go with yours, and that is going to change what I'm picking here. I'm just changing something here. Give me one second. Okay. Baltimore played very good against Houston. They had the first first seed. They were the they were um they had the bye week. Mm-hmm. They sat for two weeks. They're they're getting their guys back. Mark Andrews is coming back, mm-hmm. which I thought he was out for the season. I did too. Turns out when you're the number one seed and you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Maybe you can rehab that thing back together. <laughs> Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with now, if the point spread was five and a half, if that's what we were going with, I would take the Chiefs here. I think this is going to be a close game. But three and a half, I just, I really like what Baltimore is doing. I don't think uh, Kansas City has an answer for Lamar Jackson's scrambling and running ability. Um, when Willie Gay got hurt against against the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen started really scrambling. So if he's not able to go in this game, I think um, I think Lamar Jackson has a good game. I'm going to take um, Baltimore minus three and a half. I'm going to go ten units, and my prop is Lamar Jackson to go over forty nine and a half rushing yards, and I'm going to put five units on that. Okay. So, something we got to mention. This is the first time that the city of Baltimore, not the Ravens, the city of Baltimore is hosting an AFC title game in over 50 years. Because the other two times the Ravens got to the Super Bowl, they were on the road. So I, yep. I just I just wanted to point that out. What intrigues me with this game is Lamar Jackson, who I think is really good. <clears throat> he is. I I am glad that he has proven all the naysayers wrong when he got drafted, saying he shouldn't be a quarterback. Uh, he won a little trophy in college called the Heisman. Uh. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did people remember that or no? I, I don't know. He is about right, to win his second MVP too. Yeah. He is about to play in the biggest game of his life until he gets the Super Bowl, if he gets the Super Bowl. Yeah. But on the opposite side is Patrick Mahomes. Sixth straight AFC championship appearance. Three and two. 
First time playing a conference championship game on the road. We wanted to see if he could pass the test, the first test with Buffalo. And he did. Mm -hmm. Now he's got to do it a second time in a much more hostile environment. I was originally going to go Kansas City plus three and a half. However, you kind of convinced me out of it. I, I'm going to go Ravens minus three and a half, five units. My prop bet is Lamar Jackson will have a rushing touchdown. I will put 10 units on that. <laughs> I like it. So we're both on Baltimore. Yeah. Now, you took Detroit plus seven. Yes. Will they win the game outright? I think they will. They, If you've looked at how Detroit has played the last <laughs> month compared to San Francisco, sometimes with the playoffs, it is the hot team at the right time. Detroit is that team right now. They are the hot team at the right time. San Francisco, I, I'm just not convinced. I, I think the game with Baltimore showed that they're not as good as probably they are. I had all I have yep. always said all year, San Francisco was the best team in the NFC and Detroit was number two. And y'all still laughed at me. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had the two NFC East teams that I think we overvalued. Well, you guys overvalued. I didn't really. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think Detroit is going to win this game on the road. They've got, they've basically, they are in a position of they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. See, I kind of disagree with you on that one because of Detroit being like so bad for so long and being one game away. That that might be the pressure might be too much. So like like I get the mentality of, you know, we're the underdog, we have nothing to lose, but they really have a lot to lose in this game. And Jared Goff and Dan Campbell get them to the Super Bowl, like that city's going to explode. They're going to both have statues. Yeah, even if they don't win. And like you can have a Dan Campbell statue for what he's done already. But to uh to get there if and have a so so you're predicting a Baltimore Detroit Super Bowl. I was originally going to say Kansas City Detroit, but I think it's going to be Baltimore Detroit. So you do you, you did go in thinking Kansas City here? Yeah. And then something changed your mind there. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be exciting. And I do want to say that next week I think we're going to we're going to take the week to get ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah. We're going to we're going to do Super Bowl props and the game. Oh good. Next, in two weeks, in two weeks, 
I will come up with all the props. We're going to bet on everything we can. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I do think that would be a really great opportunity if he's available to get yep. our friend JC to yep. come on the show. And we're, we're going to wager over under on Anthem singing and we're going to wager on Gatorade color. I got <laughs> all the props. I got all the props ready to go. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, and obviously we're going to, we're going to wager on, uh, on the game and, I, and a few other. I, I just want to say, bits too. I just want to say, I'm really happy that Tito Santana's sister is singing the national anthem. <laughs> is she really? A, yeah. Ariba McIntyre. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Ariba McIntyre. Ariba McIntyre. Oh, you had to sneak that one. <laughs> I was like, you know how long I've been waiting to say that joke to you. Uh, Ariba McIntyre. Yeah, Ariba McIntyre. Just in the holster. I love it. Everyone's like, what is going on right what now? What the hell is he saying? <laughs> Don't call me Chico. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone, like we always say, mm-hmm. if you have a gambling problem, please reach out to somebody in your community. There's... There's so many uh, hotlines and, and help out there if you need it. That's why we use the phrase units. Um, it's all for fun. So it's a little bit of competition and, and to talk sports. So please, if you, if you do have a gambling problem, um, find a meeting, find a friend. Um, don't don't bet to cover your losses. Um, do, do it as a, a pastime. Don't, don't make mm-hmm. it everything. And with that being said, enjoy the games. And... Uh, we really appreciate everyone that, that listens to the show and please join the Facebook group. Yep. Facebook group is, um, it's, it's low still. We, we'd like to uh, get that going, but we are, um, we are really happy with the amount of listens that we're getting on yeah, the show. So we are, let's keep that going. Tell, tell your friends, sh- share the show. Um, you can find it on basically any podcast platform, I think. Yeah, pretty much. For the most part. So I'm getting some good feedback and um, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Next time we come to you with this, uh, with this uh, platform, we will be Super Bowl weekend. Yep. And we will be discussing everything Super Bowl related. Props and games and everything that goes with it. So looking forward to doing that show. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. Peace.